this week on the award-winning Here For It podcast. This episode is brought to you by my mama. My mama said, y'all got to play with me um, before y'all go into the other room or y'all can't spend the night. My mama said, you got to drink out plastic cups because you be sucking wee-wees. My mama said, I'm going to be gay if I hang with (laughs) y'all. My mama said to watch you because you be stealing. My mama said, y'all be hanging out on the porch because y'all lights turned off. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I only had like one or two. I didn't know. My mama said... (laughs) You're a bottom because you can't host. Because you can't host. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me see some gay ones. Um, my mama said you use sheep lube because you between jobs. The Cardi B meme <laughs> is the gift that keeps on giving. And I know y'all tired of it, but I'm not fucking tired of it yet. If y'all oh have God. seen the picture on the internet, the picture is black life. Is black apparently <laughs> and... black excellence. <laughs> um, black and Hispanic life because... Y'all all know Y'all all know That little girl That little kid That be like Putting their hand on their hip And be like Listen My mama said My mama said <laughs> If you're not gonna eat no nine letters with me You can't eat no nine letters So uh-huh. mm, So this episode This episode is brought to you by that Make sure That you do what your mama said All right now my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N AKA your man's soul snatcher. BKA the Black Undertaker. This week's episode is brought to you by Projects Project Briggs Escape White Skyfall All White Party happening Saturday, July twenty eighth at the Dirty Goose from two PM to six PM here in Washington, DC. The men of Speak Out will host plus music by DJ Suspense. Tickets are twenty dollars on projectbriggs.com and 100% of the proceeds will benefit Project Briggs initiatives including an LGBT safe space and suicide prevention. President Abdul Rahim Briggs guarantees, it's a heavy claim, guarantees that this will be DC's signature summer social. Get your tickets right now at projectbriggs.org. Please do. We're going to be out and about. Um, the attire calls for you to wear something white, All wear white. something fashionable. Yeah, like Charlene be saying. Uh huh. Um, but do your best. So <laughs> if you are in the DC area, it is the thing to do that weekend. There's a lot of things to do. But if you would like to meet us, me at the Superman, him at Ronald Matters. Oh wow! And Mr. Raheem Briggs, who is tall, bald, attractive. Possibly single and a little bit gay. I think he gay. Mm. He want an LGBT safe space. Like, why he trying to be a houses for us? He yeah. want us to get married. Yeah. And if you are looking for um, an Islamic Bay, he's the Islamic Bay that you would be looking for. What's going on in Icebreaker um, hotlines this week? So, season two of Pose okay. has been renewed. That is not news Amen. to any of our viewers, any Amen. of our listeners. Y'all all I retweeted know. it, retweeted y'all it like an Y'all know, hour. y'all know. Uh-huh. So we rejoiced it like it was MLK birthday. Uh-huh. So season two of Pose is here. And so now that season two Child. of Pose is here, Buzz has released... Buzzfeed. Yeah, Buzzfeed has released a quiz. Uh-huh. 
so we can figure out which post character we are. Okay. And so I have sent my co-host. I'm link. looking at the first question. You told me to don't scroll until I yeah until we started. Okay. Yeah. And so we we are about to take the BuzzFeed quiz to figure out which post character we are. Okay. So which are you best known for? Your dancing skill, your fashion sense, your humor, your attitude, your appearance, your leadership skills. Which one do you think you are? I'm going to click my humor. I think the girls live. I don't know. Mm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to click my appearance because... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, April Fool's. And New Year's Eve. You skip New Year's Eve. Because I already, I already know. That's the one that I'm going to pick. Because it's not about anything where you have to gift give or do nothing. Just a bitch be cute. Because you don't want to bring in the New Year looking raggedy. Because that's the sign of the rest of your year. So, New Damn. Year's Eve is my favorite. We're going to fuck around and be the, the same character. <laughs> We're going to fuck around and be the same character. Choose an 80s jam. Kiss by Prince. Uh-huh. Time After Time by Cynthia Lauper. No. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> me, myself, me, myself, and I by Della Soul. Um, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney. Children's Story by Slick Rick. Control by Janet. I want to dance with somebody. It's New Year's Eve. What's your answer? I'm gonna pick Kiss by Prince though. Okay. So we're gonna fuck around. We're gonna be different now. Okay. We're gonna be different. Choose a drag race star: Bianca Del Rio, Gia Gunn, Monique Hart, RuPaul, Naomi Smalls, or Raja. Monique looks really good in this picture though. This is a good picture of Monique. I want to pick none of the above, but I can't do that and then move forward. So I gotta pick RuPaul. RuPaul mm, is my I'm, problematic fave. Mm, I'm I'm picking Jigga. All right, Jigga is cute too though. <laughs> um, place. Choose a legendary house: House of Mugler, House of Aviance, House of La Beja, House of Dupree, House of Ninja, House of Amazon. Which one did she beat the girl up? Because she was saying like her wig wasn't as cute as her, and she looked just like Aja. But in the OVF, like 1987, she was. I want to say that was House of LaBeja. LaBeja was very violent. I want to say LaBeja. So LaBeja. Because she was a truth teller. And that's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I that one as well. This. We picked the same house, unfortunately. Okay. And choose a ball category. Commentator versus... Commentator? Sex uh-huh. Irons versus Face. Butch Queen up in pumps. All right. Why are you a Butch Queen in pumps? Hands performance and European runway. You already know which one I'm going to pick. Uh, I don't know which one to pick. Uh, I feel like commentator. Like commentator versus commentator means like reads. Um, I like Butch Queen up in pumps. Uh, okay, is it the Butch Queen up in pumps for me or commentator versus commentator? I don't know which one. I'm you picking Sex Iron because that's the only thing I ever walked and it's the only thing I ever won. Uh, and then I have this southern accent, so girls, the Butch Queen up in pumps <laughs> requires no words. All right, and so now we have our results. Uh huh. And so if you guys take the same quiz on BuzzFeed, the pose quiz, you will get your results as well. And now we're about to reveal our results. You got Blanca Rodriguez. Oh, whether it's your friend circle or your family, you're most definitely the mom. Among your loved ones Why you're more nurturing and protective Than the average person And you have the tendency of putting the needs of others Before your own You'll never stop being a role model It's kind of your calling in life But just remember that not taking care of yourself Can actually become a huge Guilty burden on those around you And there's a picture of Blanca And there is a read 
So, <laughs> uh, wow, I feel a lot tingly inside. Yeah. So make sure you guys go over and check out the BuzzFeed. Which um, one did you quiz. get? You gotta... I'm going to reveal in five seconds. Make sure you guys check out the BuzzFeed quiz. You never know who you think you might get. It builds a lot of popularity for the show. Obviously, it's already renewed for season two, but we want mm-hmm. to keep the wave going. We want people to see it. We want people to know that it should be popular. And it should be clickable. So I got Angel. I knew I was oh. gonna get Angel. I got Angel. Oh. I got Angel the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what? The first time that I took the quiz, and I even changed a couple of my answers. I'm still Angel. Uh-oh. So I'm gonna be killed off. Uh, I thought we agreed. well. I stated that we were gonna kill off the Latino boy, and then he became the main character in this week's episode. I was like. Wow, they gonna kill him, but then like now he just got arrested and get scared a little bit. Well, the category is eviction. Uh-oh. So since we're already there, let's start there. Okay. Um, Poppy get, finally got his story fleshed out, which my co-host wanted him to finally get a storyline. I wanted him to die before the story got fleshed out because now people are gonna care about him, and yes. I didn't want the people to care. I just wanted him to go. I wanted people to care about him because he was the only like fully Hispanic character mm-hmm. on the show. I think Blanca might be mixed, like me, um, but Poppy is a full Puerto Rican princess. Mm-hmm. And um, we finally got his full story fleshed out, and I was excited to see it. The category is eviction because, girl, a lot of girls got evicted at this yeah. point. Um, it was a lot of evictions for Mother um, Electra. Yeah, so I was really sad. I, Electra herself got evicted. All her kids got evicted and had to figure out how to. house, her Skype house, <laughs> her other. I mean, like, her pussy, her dates. Her pussy got evicted. That's wow, a, that's a mess. That's a lot. How you get a new pussy and your new pussy got evicted? Uh-oh. Like, two two penises. Damn it, Jim. Like, I'm be- both of them said I'm busy. Yeah. But Pose were my feelings out per you, Ju. Well, um, I'm with Poppy. Um, Poppy, if Poppy, you, Poppy, the Mexican guy, he's Puerto Rican. Uh oh. Um, I'm with Poppy, who had an eighth grade education and didn't know. Twenty any- years old. Yeah, but that's not uncommon. Definitely for that era, and definitely not for now. Shit, mm-hmm. I know plenty of twenty year old niggas that got less than eighth grade education. Oh, back again. He didn't know anything better to, to do with his resources or to do with his life. And so, if Blanca being his mom, she should have taught him things, showed him things, instead of just being the um, being someone who was going to kick him out, being someone that was going to whoop his ass when he was getting in trouble. You have to be more than a disciplinarian. You have to be a teacher as a parent. And maybe since Blanca is a younger parent, she didn't know she that. She had only been a parent for like three months. Yeah, she didn't know Still that. But she has to be more than a disciplinarian. She has to be mm-hmm. a teacher. And so I, I saw a space for her to be a teacher for Poppy and not just a disciplinarian. And yes, if you bring crack in my house, yes, you got to get the fuck out. I understand that completely. But she had to be a teacher and saying, this nigga don't know no better than selling crack. And that's how he get any money. He don't know how to get no money other than selling crack. Um, and so... His new mama should have given him some vocational rehab to work himself through all of this. Um, he could do some, some fucking actual sales shit in New York. People sell all kind of shit. 
outside of crack. In private conversation, I was telling you because I rewatched it before we started recording. Um, I see how she encouraged Damon to do dance, or she was encouraging Angel to get a sugar daddy who would um, keep her up, which is what Angel was doing. But I never really saw any story development for Poppy to get a GED or go apply at the American Eagle or whatever was popular in the 80s. The Gadzooks. You know, like, I never really saw him doing... Sam Goody. <laughs> what? Um, well, the FYE. I mean, like, there was no story development for him to go apply for a job anywhere or do anything. So, when he was standing at the pier with her, it was like, You want to complain about where my money was coming from when it was paying for your groceries? And I'm just like, It's episode seven. Where was your money coming from? Because I ain't never seen it. But that's where his money was coming from. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the point. That's where Blanca failed as a mother, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. She, again, she played more of a disciplinarian instead of a teacher where she could have been more of a teacher and saying, um, you don't have to do these things. You can work at the Sam Goody and yeah. make minimum wage and just bring your minimum wage paycheck to the house. And, you know, and it still help. have value. Yeah. And yeah. still have value. I think that she was also fucked up in saying what Angel was doing in sex work is. Um, not as bad as what you are doing in selling uh, crack. She was selling her body. Well, she was on the street at first, but then she started working spoiler at the Spoiler alert. Place. Spoiler alert. If you no, that's like episode one, too. No, no, no. I'm about to, I'm about to spoil it. So oh. <laughs> that's why I said spoiler alert. So if you have not seen the episode, fast forward five minutes. Um, five minutes. Definitely. Of this current, of, the, of this past uh-huh. episode. So by the end of the episode, we see her back on the street selling pussy. She started the season selling pussy. We see her back again selling pussy by the end of the episode. Uh-huh. So she's not lambasting Angel for selling pussy on the street because it's a trans thing, quote unquote. If you trans, those are the jobs that are available to you. I want to say because Ricky couldn't understand that their struggles were different and being a f- mother and supported them through both of their different struggles. She's trans. She's. I mean, like, the uh, job availability to her is very different. I remember working at American Eagle, and I would see this trans woman at the club. She was fierce. We all loved her. But when I worked at the mall in, at American Eagle, she would come in and try to apply for jobs. And it wasn't me. I would, because I worked the front of the store, because I'm cute, tall, bubbly, have a, you know, I have things going on. Fish. And so, I worked the front of the store, and I would take her job application. Well, you know, the manager's in the back right now. I'll take your application. I, I know I saw the trans girl coming there four times and give me job applications. So, and the managers were always unavailable. Well, I knew from... Like the second time she came in there and didn't give her application to me, that it wasn't just her application, it was because she was a trans woman. No, I agree. But the same thing happens with someone that is Latino, that mm-hmm. is 19 to 20 years old, don't have no education, don't have mm-hmm. no work history. And so that's and it. And I love that she continued to apply because I know if she gave me personally her application four times, I and I saw her come in there other times and give her applications to the girls. She had the drive to get the job, the determination, and it wasn't just a job that she was just applying to just for sport, but I, there was no support on American Eagle's management side. And that probably still exists. Yeah. That if prob- that was the 80s, and it was horrible when I was working at the mall like 2005, 2006, in the 80s, I can't even imagine. what It was worse. It then went from worse to worse, sir. Um, that's a Memphis word. <laughs> um, yes, I agree that that prob- that is probably still a problem. But, yeah. but the issue is 
that is still a problem as well as someone being 19 to 20 years old and Hispanic and Same not having an education. education yes mm-hmm. he has almost as much as a deficiency in job opportunity as someone who is trans and someone mm-hmm. who is trans not being able to identify he don't have that many goddamn job opportunities. That's where Blanca failed him. That's because what, Blanca that's, was that's so what I'm saying. Well, this is the goal for you, Angel. This is the goal for you, Damon. But there was no focus on what Poppy should do. Should do. And then when when Poppy is doing, and when Poppy is in trouble, you put him out instead of saying like, "Bitch, you know what? I never even woo had to clock back in as a mother." <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, season two is coming. Hopefully, before going we go to- too far, before we wrap up, Stan, when he told Angel towards the end of the episode, we've been in a bubble this whole time, and I thought the secrecy is what was holding us back, but maybe it's what's keeping us together. together. Yep. And then, so I feel like Angel took him to the wrong ball. Like it was the bizarre ball. They had all this crazy, weird stuff going on. You don't take trade today. You take trade so when they're doing all the realness categories. You take trade and like, okay, they better start doing the crazy categories. I need to get staying out of here. Um, let me just tell him I got something to show him when we get back to the house. Or whatever your um, preference for shenanigan is. But the category was bizarre. Like they were doing alien. They were doing some girl head was coming out of a fake grapefruit. He doesn't he's not ever gonna see himself in that. And so because he couldn't see himself and that he left her. And that just hurt my feelings. But, oh, we said fast forward five minutes and we're, that's five minutes. Okay. Thank you so very much. Ooh, Chad, the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. Um, we could go on about Pose for, forever. Forever. <laughs> if you are not checking that out, please check it out. If you don't watch it, please binge it. It is very binge worthy. The season finale is coming up and you do not next week. You do not want to miss when we cover the season finale. And we, we gonna are, tell y'all now. We talking about it. It's as soon as the finale. We as soon about as it happens. It. <laughs> Sorry about it. So catch up now. You have a full week. Next Wednesday, don't even press the button if you ain't watched. Binge watch pose. There is that. Oh my God. Um Next subject, RIP to Papa John's. Oh my God, my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. You know, I love Domino's because they have to cuss them out by my rent sources. The bitch kept showing up with no rent sauce. Sweetheart, I'm not giving you a dime. Go back to the Domino's and get my fucking rent sauce. Okay, we done with Domino's. Papa John's. Woo, and now I gotta. Sweetheart, go back to the store and tell your CEO. <laughs> Don't say the N word. So. <laughs> I don't think you even have to say that at this point because they realize their business. I got like three more Papa points until I get a free pizza. Throw that shit away. I got like five more. I got like five, seven Papa points or something. Unsubscribe. Until I get a free pizza. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. They have lost so many thousands of dollars. So many thousands of people. Millions of dollars. Yeah, so many thousands of people. Thousands of people. In shares and millions in shares and probably. The business is going to go under at this point. Um, they have kicked the the founder out of his offices, mm-hmm. evicted the nigga because from the he, building because he said the n word. It's based and on swipe. Then he tried to to defend saying the n word and say, "Oh well, Colonel Sanders, KFC did not want that smoke. They had no comments. Nothing about that. 
So um, if you have Papa John's points, you got something to redeem from them, get that shit right now because there may not be no Papa John's in the future. I love y'all. And I do boycott Chick-fil-A to support. But I'm going to get my uh, one more free pizza. <laughs> Girl, no, I'm not eating it with you. Eat it by I your goddamn self. Eat it, by, eat it by your goddamn self. I just want one more just for the road. My papa boy. Okay, well, I'm just I'm just being honest because when y'all see me checking in or doing the carry-out special. <laughs> wear, wear a hat and glasses and a do-rag like any other respectable person <laughs> trying to hide from the media. Um, Mrs. Wilson, Mrs. Wilson, shit, I, I can't even I, say her name because shit, nobody else has said her name for a she's while. Did, on her new song, she prayed up now. All right, um, but she's still out here twerking in the song. Very much so in leather. Oh, is that what you're about to talk about? Yup. Oh, sorry. Mrs. Wilson is coming out of retirement, and I hope she has been taking notes since Jackie because um, we don't need no more Jackie albums. Shout out to her mama. She named it after her mom. I understand that completely, but that's and not my how mama you, named Jackie. So, but that's not how you shout out to Miss Jacqueline. That's not how you honor your mama. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't honor your Sierra, mama, girl. <laughs> you rest in peace to my mama. But you do girl, not honor your mama with a flop. That ain't how you honor no, your mama. No, you honor your mama with ooh, girl. That was Grammy nominated <laughs> or something. You don't honor your mama with this is the least selling album. No you American have, Music Awards or nothing. <laughs> the least selling album of your career. You named. After your mama? All right. I'm over here sipping tea. I'm like, I'm sipping tea. Hopefully, um, Miss Sierra, Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, what's her last name? Harris. Harris. She was Sierra. Princess Harris. So, Sierra Harris Wilson. Whatever it is. Please do better. Um, Shout out to this tequila. Please do better. Um... It looks like she's going to be yeah. doing a lot of dancing. The visual is going to be very... And that's what we like to see from Sierra. And so oh, hopefully we will hear her. <laughs> uh, hopefully we will Moving hear her. on. Oh my gosh. Because I do actually like Sierra. I do like I do Sierra. too. The same way I like Kelly Rowland. But when it comes to sales, you know, I just have to accept what's in the Excel spreadsheets. Like, girl, the spreadsheets And there's are- no return on investment on that <laughs> shit. So... Please, but please, I do like Sierra's music. Please look at Jackie and say, "I'm not gonna do that again." All right. Um, Scarlett Johansson apparently. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Next she, subject. She apparently has been listening. We have to, to talk about this because we have a podcast. five seconds. We have to, we have a fucking podcast, so we have to talk about this. I would really yes. like to not give this bitch a platform. But she she already has one, unfortunately, and that's goes. and that's why we talked about it last week. So last week we talked about her trying to take uh, a trans man's role mm-hmm. and telling her why the fuck she shouldn't. No, don't and do it. if you did not hear that conversation, please reference last week's episode called Dominican Dick, where we talked about it. She has pulled out of said thank you movie role. Thank you, rightfully so. Don't even do it on me. Do it over there. <clears throat> and so we hope that either she has listened to this podcast or her fans. Have listened to this podcast and have urged her to get the fuck out of here with that. Thanks. Um, the next white girl on my list is Kylie the Fraud Jenner. She's self-made, according to Forbes. The gag is they put her on a Kylie, um, self-made billionaire. But in the article, they drag her, the whole Kardashian family, like they were not just sitting in um 
momager's living room with the photo shoot. It was everything. And not an actual billionaire. Oh, yeah. And started a GoFundMe to get to the billion dollar mark. Yeah. She's worth $900 million through Kylie Cosmetics in three years. And so her fans started a GoFundMe to help her get the other $100 million so she can be a billion. No. <laughs> GoFundMe don't even do payout. GoFundMe insurance don't even go up there. <laughs> okay, y'all want 50K for a film. All right, GoFundMe got it. Y'all want 100K for a uh, new little book. Okay, cool. that feel like that's the max. But $100 million to go for, uh, GoFundMe got to insure this payout? That's not no. fa- It's not fashionable. What's the, what's the GoFundMe? Well, first of all, GoFundMe might need to because what's the, their fee on $100 million? No shade. So. It's not fashionable. <laughs> and so, really, one, Two. if she really wanted to get to the $1 billion mark to say, I'm a billionaire, tap your sister on the shoulder and say, hey, girl, give me a couple million dollars and then I can just be a billionaire. Yeah, she can flip a brick or something and work it out. But she's not. You know, she's That's why supporting that, Kanye. Well, Kim is still supporting Kanye because all these albums he just released last month flopped. He was like, "We're gonna put out five albums and they're all gonna be seven songs each, and we're gonna do no videos and keep all that money as profit." And Tiana got on the radio, did three interviews, two, three, four interviews. Like, I, bitch, I thought we was doing videos. <laughs> I'm a video girl. The last time y'all girls saw me, girls like to see me. The last time y'all saw me was in a Kanye West video. The girls like to see, uh, and we're doing no visuals. Keep the same energy when I leave this label. K T S E. Woo! I'm going to move on to something brief. I'm here for Stormy Daniels motorboating the undercover police officers. Uh, bless her. She is a uh, American treasure, and Amen. we should guard her and keep her safe Amen. throughout all of the storm that is happening in the White House. She's going to be vital. Like she's not going. She's not going to be like the smoking gun because, of course, she's already had a two year campaign. But she's she's going to be a definitely a, a bullet point. She's yes. not just going to be one of the little dashes it towards the bottom. She's going to be a. She's going to be a bullet point. will be very important. <laughs> she's going to be important in the next five years. And oh wow, you giving this too long? Well, one. I don't. I don't year. trust white people because white people saw the shit that happened this past weekend and was just like, eh. Huh. So five years. <laughs> um, the three meat trio from Brady. Oh, we actually got to talk about what Stormy Daniels did. If we're gonna break it up. No, we're not. No, oh, okay. no. But you wanted to talk about Scar Jail though. Yep. Shout out to Scar Jail because well, it, it involved the LGBTQIAA circle. It's two Q's, by the way. I queer and questioning. And so, if you would like to. F- Hear the full alphabet. I gave it on the very last episode of Here for Your chest is really hairy this week, and I'm turned on because you don't like to have a hairy chest. So I'm, I want to ask you one, what's going on? And two, can I lick your chest right now on Here for Podcast? And three, <laughs> go check out the new video clip from breedraw.com. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the three meat trio. <laughs> the three meat trio. Let me see. Bree, you say Bree did rock? Yes. I love good Google. Where you can see Mr. Armand Rizzo. Nothing. <laughs> oh, is that what the title of the video is? Three meat trio. Shout out to the uh, the producer girls with the names. And so this is where you can see Mr. Armand Rizzo if you Breed don't know him. I don't know what porn you have been watching over the last five to ten years, but this is the bottom of all bottoms. He is a Latino sir that is able to take any dick mm-hmm. thrown at him. Woo. 
Um, he is in a new video with Bridget Raw. Yeah. Oh, let me turn my volume down. Please turn your volume down. Okay. Thanks. Um, and he is with some of the 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 notable black tops in this year's porn scenery. Ush, Rich Banks, Knight, and Asnonymous, and Deep Dick. Who is Ush Rich Banks? That sounds like his new name. I think that might be an old one. Yep, oh, that's oh wow! That, that's that, not the same. Wow. That's my. That's I my, like. I want to come back to that video. Yeah, something that you do. That's like my. That's my go-to jack-off video. Oh. That's that's not the new one. Okay. The new one just came out two days yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're probably not gonna see it on Pornhub or my. Oh, yet. Pornhub first link. That's that's the old one. It's the teaser, but that's no. Oh, it is old because my hair don't I, look like that no more. I, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to find <laughs> it. I'm still googling. Go to their Twitter profile. And you will see the um, the tease to it, and so again, it's called Three Meat Trio. Mm-hmm. It's just new on their website. I am not condoning. Um, it says five mega cum shots, but it's only four people, so somebody um, finished fast. Somebody came a couple back. times. Yeah, somebody <laughs> came a couple times. Um, but when you see the trailer to this. Fame, it will inspire you to get the Vaseline. I am excited that Armand Rizzo is living his best bottom life. Mm-hmm. He is just, he is taking all the dick. He don't care which wow, dick. Wow, Crave is blessed. I don't, watch, I don't watch Black Porn. Is that bad? So I watch this like, oh my gosh, who are these three guys? Don't know none of them. Ooh. I've seen Knight before because when I was nominated, Knight is, is one of my faves in Atlanta. He was there. He was nominated best porn star for the same ceremony. But that Knight is the only one I've seen before. I don't know. Knight is one of my faves. But anyway, Armand Rizzo and Three Black Tops. Um, that's basically my porno of the week. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see the whole video because the the whole the clip that I saw oh. got me. It got me N- leaking. Knight is eating Armand out first. That's tricky. Well, I guess get out the way because at least he just watched it and these other two eat it. And right before everybody else fuck it. Yep. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, but it had me leaking at work, so I was oh. at work and I was like, "Ooh, mm, let me let me get a maxi pad. What's going on down here?" Um, <laughs> hold on. The severity of what you said clicked it. Um, it's also thunderstorming right now in DC. Um, we were. Talking earlier about thunderstorms in Atlanta, <laughs> so we should just go right into that. This is we my get um, there as warning well. that it's thunderstorming right now in DC, but the internet connection is doing fine. Um, fine, 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 fine. This episode will not be late, or there will be no disconnection in content. So, unlike your faves, <laughs> um, so. Please make sure that you check out this clip. I promise you. Also, oh, they're not paying us. We talk about this. It's going to bless you. I'm I'm trying to bless our subscribers because it's a blessing. So, three meat trio, breed raw. Next, I have um, Charlemagne the God has rape charges, and they are being brought up again. <clears throat> um, some of the other folks are. Talking about it in social media, but I feel like it's imperative for us to talk about it because um, it's being brushed under the rug. And what are the rape charges? When did this happen? What's 2001. Oh, 2001. He raped a girl in 2001? Allegedly. Okay. Um, allegedly, there was a girl that went, 15 year old girl, 
was at this 21 to 22 year old people's party. She was the second or third only other girl that was there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Allegedly, um, Charlemagne the God gave her a drink. Mm-hmm. Might have had things in it. She felt a little bit of something. Hashtag woozy. Her girlfriend that came with her felt a little bit of something. Threw up the drink. She didn't throw up the drink. Um, found herself in a room with a whole bunch of men. And three men trio, allegedly, but not the fun type, but not the fun type, unfortunately. Um, and was being assaulted mm-hmm. by allegedly Charlemagne and his friends. And Charlemagne has talked about the story on social media, has downplayed the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, she filed charges at the time 2001, 2000. Ish. Yeah, 2001 and 2002. She filed charge, charges. He was put on probation. I think she dropped the charges. Her she mom, said she no longer wanted it to be investigated or something. Her like mom that. dropped the charges. Oh. Her mom dropped the charges and didn't want her to be involved in like this big tirade because mm-hmm. he was getting popular and getting money and shit like that. Like South Carolina where he worked on the radio or something? Virginia. Okay. And so... The issue that I have with this story is that I saw a lot, not just two, not 10, not 20, a lot of straight men dragging this woman because she was just now coming out with this story well, in 2018. Well, they did decide that um, they did have a citation against Charlemagne for serving alcohol to a minor under the right age. And this was a plea deal that Charlemagne agreed to with the state. And so they agreed to that back in like when it originally happened, but Charlemagne denied all sorts of allegations of being involved in a rape. But he did agree to a citation for being involved in serving alcohol to minors. Yeah. So when it was brought back up that the girl wants the case reopened in 2018. The state said, um, sweetie, you know, as a whole state with like lawyers and stuff, when we do plea deals with people and Charlemagne agreed to an alcohol citation, we also agreed to not talk about the alleged rape allegation that we had no evidence to support. You dropped the case. So now you want us to bring this all back up, but we already made the agreement and signed the documents like 20 years ago. 18 is basically 20, so... Well, basically, is the the difference here? Um, the statute of limitations against sexual assault and sexual abuse in Virginia is twenty years. Yeah, and so she is not beyond her statute of limitations in even mm-hmm. saying this or reporting this or bringing this back up, which I think is the most important part of this case. Mm-hmm. If she was sexually assaulted by Charlemagne or any of his friends or anybody, it stands reason that she needs to be back in court talking about it. The statute of limitations is not up. I think the statute of limitations needs to be longer. Um, wow. Yeah, 20 years is not too long to talk about a crime that happened to you. Um, I think that, obviously, she said that she's not looking for money. She's not looking for attention. She's not looking for fame. She's looking to show people who the real Charlemagne is. Mm-hmm. And some of us realize who he is. I don't think most of his fans do. I don't think the the mainstream audience does. Because, you know, it's just funny to hear him talk about the donkey of the day and blah, blah, blah. But he's been talking about putting his hands on women for a long fucking time. 
He's been talking about doing uh, sexual crimes to women for a long fucking time before the Me Too movement. <clears throat> and sniffing it, chairs and calling them wine aged vaginal, like something like something grows old fast, but wine grows and becomes beautiful. Or something. I don't know. It's been problematic. I don't for, know. It's, it's been prob. I don't. It's know been it. problematic for a long fucking time. And if this is the case to bring up all of his problematic shit to get him the mm-hmm. fuck out of here, I'm still here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. When black girls come out and say these things, we want to figure out why it took her so long to say this and why didn't she say nothing back then and blah, blah, blah. But the whole point of the Me Too movement is for girls to come forward and say, hashtag Me Too. And so it shouldn't apply to just white girls. It should apply to black girls as well. Because when white girls are saying something happened to me in 1998, nobody's like, bitch, that took you too long to tell us. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe it took you so long to tell One us. One girl done did a book tour, had a TV show. What's that bald-headed girl name? Rose McGowan. You tried. <laughs> bald-headed. <laughs> but the statue of limitations is not different for white girls to black girls. And that's that's the biggest thing I want us to take away from that. Um, I definitely can see how if her mother said to drop the charges. Yeah, because she was, her, un- was, she was under the age. Campaign. So I can see that. So could I... Could I legally represent, you know, the way the government has these three-year-old Mexican immigrants representing themselves in court cases? What the fuck is going on in America? I mean, like, am I old enough to represent myself in a court case against a man who raped me and my mama wasn't there? But her mama said to drop the charges, and the state agrees to that. So what does that do, lawyers? Go get your books out and spend the next three months figuring out law for that. How about that? I mean, if if that's the case, I don't. Again, I don't know all the details. I just know there was a case, and that the state said we agreed to a plea deal, so we can't go back on that plea deal. That was what the state said. Yeah, um, the case is ongoing. Again, the reason that we're, why so we're they talk- got a Michael Avenatti on the case, like Stormy Daniels, because they don't need a Michael Avenatti. I don't. I don't think Stormy that- Daniels lawyer don't play. I don't think that they have that, but they have something, someone who is bringing it to the spotlight currently, and that's important because, um, of course, uh, black straight men are saying, "Oh, well, it's because Charlemagne is getting so many, so much money and so many deals, and that's why somebody's finally coming out of the spotlight and saying it." It was like, "What? what? No, baby, this paperwork being on." First off, Charlemagne outed himself years ago in saying this and lied about it and said that he. Was actually not of age when he was of age, fucking with these fifteen-year-old girls. Yeah, he did. They did roll back his tapes, as Nene Lex would say, and he did mention where he was doing something with a girl and they had drugged her or something. He said, "I, I mean, I vaguely briefed, looked over it, but well, well, I looked over it in detail. So his first interview he gave, um, he was talking about the incident and was saying that he was around the same age as the girl, mm-hmm. and the girl was." 14 going on 15 um, And he was And 19? he was nowhere No he was 22 In the, the story he it, told And the story he told Was he was 17 going on 18 Oh okay And he was nowhere near that fucking age Uh uh-uh. He was 22 Going on 23 Why in the fuck are you that age Going anywhere with a 15 year old She can't buy nothing She can't consent to nothing cute. <laughs> Oh you, my god So Charlamagne I'm not here for it As Long-time listeners of this podcast, you know that I'm not here for the, the Breakfast Club at not all. That shit. And um, Charlemagne is 
the donkey of a lifetime at this point. Not just the donkey of the day, the donkey of the week, the donkey of the month. He is the donkey of of lifetime. Because go the fuck away with that shit. And if we have to throw Charlemagne away for that story, I'm willing to ball him up. Oh, yeah. Garbage disposal realness. Yeah, get rid of it now. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> um, this week in sexual health. Before we get there, um, right now is your chance to nominate us for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Go to podcastawards.com and select Here For It Podcast, of course, in the LGBT category and, of course, the prestigious People's Choice Award. Podcastawards.com. Thank you guys, and thank you to our sponsor, Mr. Raheem Briggs. Um, again, the event is going to be next weekend, July twenty eighth. We are going to be there. We're going to be queer, and we're going to be loud. All right, are we going to be loud? Okay. I don't want so to be loud. Can please, we not be loud? <laughs> please, please, please. If you are in the DMV area or traveling to the area, make sure that you come to the event. We're going to be promoting it on our Instagram. Oh, we are. And here for it. And here for a podcast on Instagram. And we're going to be promoting on our Twitter. Make sure that you go and check out those things so that you can see where our event is and where we will be. What's going on in sexual health this week? This week in sexual health, I want to talk about um, something that is popular and unpopular all at the same time dick sucking. Uh, yes. <laughs> But dick sucking after you have taken a hit of poppers. Tell me more. So, um, as my co-host has reported on RonaldMatters.com, poppers has become an extremely popular thing in the gay community, the gay lifestyle over the last few years. Not a lifestyle. Hashtag phenomenon. All of the above. And Hornet.com has written a, an article about it, and I wanted to share that article with you guys and talk about what we think about poppers as it relates to sexual health. Mm-hmm. So Hornet.com says, many gay and bisexual men use poppers as euphoric sex drugs. The nitrate-based inhalants provide an intense and disorienting rush of a sensation that helps relax involuntary muscles in the throat and anus assisting with oral and anal sex according to writer c brian smith the history of poppers itself is long and interesting please take a look at the article so i think i read the full article i'm not going to read the full article to you guys but we will um include it below so if you are looking at the information of the podcast make sure you click the article you can check out the full um information itself bam i will give you my Colorful commentary and opinion. My co-host will do the same. I think that Why it are you is snipping the popper in the picture. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I think poppers have become extremely mainstream in sexual conduct for a lot of people in metropolitan areas, and so in my travelings, um, when I go to more rural area, more rural areas, ooh, ooh. it's hard to say it. Um, more rural areas, they don't even know what they are. They don't. They've never seen them. They've mm-hmm. never been through that. They've never experienced that. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's only the metropolitan areas, the DCs, the New Yorks, the 
uh, Dallas's, the Miami's, and things like that. Everywhere else, no one knows really what that is. Um, it's for me. I like it for me. I don't encourage other people to use them because it's a different sexual experience for other people. But if you are a more adventurous person, I uh, I think you should adventure. Um, there are, of course, um, some medical and physical side effects when you do these things, just like any drugs, just like anything that you do that is not natural, fully natural. But when you take those things out of context and say, well, I did have like seven drinks before I did this. It's practically the same thing. You say, okay, well, I probably shouldn't have had seven drinks, but these seven drinks is going to make this night real fucking fun. And that's the same thing people do with poppers. And so poppers, again, if you are unfamiliar, these are um, chemicals that are in small bottles that um, pretend to be cleaners, pretend to be um, solvents, and people sniff them through their nose to gain a sexual euphoria during the sexual practice. So if I'm fucking, you know, the ass is just real good and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm about to come in like 10 minutes. I hit a sniff of the poppers. Oh, it shifts it into overdrive. Or if I'm bottoming, I don't know if I can really take this dick. This dick is really big. I'm speaking from other girls' experience. Why are you looking at me like that? All right. Um, I don't know if I can really take it. The lube ain't working. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to hit a sniff of these poppers. And voila, the dick slipped right in. Um, and so that's why people do it. Uh, it is extremely fun. It's not even a subculture anymore because I feel like it was a subculture maybe a year ago. Like People were like, oh. <gasps> Not talking about it and things like that, but now it's very upfront. Is there a certain brand or preference that you have when it comes to poppers, or? Um, for me personally, I have a couple. Um, for me personally, I love English. English just is clean. It's breezy. It's amazing. Um, the white kids happen to love like Jungle Juice and Rush, and I don't mind them, but they're not they're not my faves. They're not my okay. faves. And so, if you have favorite um, popper products, let us know in the comments. Um, if you have some bad experiences or some great experiences with poppers, let us know in the comments. And sexual health um, Because again it's a growing trend A lot of us are Experimenting and playing with them A lot of us are saying no So that's this week in sexual health Social studies um, Instagram started a new feature Last week where you can submit Questions to like the profile on your Instagram stories And a lot of you submitted questions to us So I feel like I should just use our My segment to um, answer those questions. The first one is, is there a topic too taboo for you too? Is there a, is there a, tab- a topic that's too taboo for us? Um, Do we talk about everything? Do you? Yeah, um, I feel like we talk about everything. I'm not going to talk about like 
my personal family history. That's the only thing I'm not giving you hoes because y'all not giving me that much money. I'll tell. You, I think the conversation was the topic was about to for you and I as friends, not for the podcast. No, but like as friends, I feel like we talk about everything. Yeah, no, I feel like we do. I don't know. It says, "What color have you secretly always wanted to dye your hair?" Blonde. Blonde. Um, I don't know. I just I've I've never I've been in a professional world and military world for a while where I c- couldn't dye my hair and my hair was just you know just regular nigga black. Um, and a so, low fade. Yeah, and so I just always have kind of wanted to dye my hair blonde for a season at least. So that's probably the only one. I really don't want to dye my hair, but I can say that I've enjoyed CP. Enjoyed seeing people dye their hair gray. I don't know, and because it's like you're 20, why is your hair? You have a whole scalp of gray. You like that's more of a conversation starter because everybody goes blonde. Nothing against people who want to go blonde or do blonde, but for me, looking at it, I'm like, oh wow, he looks so young. Why is all of his hair gray? And this just been a thing for me. Um, there's two questions. One says, any plans to do a tour? And when are you guys doing a meet and greet? Love the show. Are there any tour or meet and greet plans for us? Um, well, if you're in the D.C. area, we're going to be at Casa Ruby Friday night. Oh, yeah, we are going to be there this week. Um, and so, again, if you don't have Friday plans, come out and see us. We're going to be out with the LGBT homeless youth um, doing a ball. They have a, a ball every Friday night, and there's monetary prizes. The girls still be giving cash for it to be put into the bubble walls. Yeah. And so if you really want to see real life pose, come out to Casa Ruby every Friday night. We will be there this Friday. July 20th. And that will be your opportunity to meet me and him. And me. I was going to say, who is him? Okay, well, sure. I'm a him now. And <laughs> also we are doing um, Mr. Briggs' event on the 27th. 8th? 28th. 28th, I'm sorry. So, um... The that's, next question That's says, plenty of meeting read. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, two times, girl. Y'all only get two times. The next question says, Who's more gay? You. Thanks. It's because I'm fish. Confirm. Um, what is one thing you want people to get from your podcast? Um, their life. How do you spell that? Get your life. G E T U R. L Y F E. Come on. Get your life. Come on. I just want people to um, get better knowledge. Education is really important. I know we talk about Tiana Taylor and throw shade at Kanye West and blah, 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 but we genuinely have conversations about um, HIV prevention, um, current trends in black LGBT culture, and just get better knowledge. Pose is an amazing series. I know the ballroom element is. An immediate, um, you know, blurry place for a lot of people. But outside of that, um, finding friends and accepting them as family and what that means and helping each other get through struggles because you are friends who you consider family. Like a lot of those different subplots, even though ballroom is the main plot, you know, like we talk about those things and discuss that. And I think that's something I want people to get from here for a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. The next question says, why hasn't Superman asked me out on a date yet? Superman is currently dating. Okay. 
Um, it says, have y'all tuned into Shade Ver- Oh, we got a few um, questions. Have y'all turned in tuned into Shade Versations podcast? And what other podcasts are you listening to? I got to get my phone because so I can tell you what other podcasts I'm listening. Um, I am definitely still listening to Here for a Podcast because that is the podcast that you should be listening Ooh, to. Child of Truth. Um, I am. Uh, I recently just listened to Queen Supreme Court, which is not technically a podcast, but it should mm-hmm. be because it was two fucking hours long. Um, I still listen to the read. And so, um, I think a lot of people will draw similarities to what we've been doing over the year and a half that we've been doing this to the read, and that's fair and okay. But um, I still listen to the read. Um, I feel bad because Apple Podcast is throwing me shade right now because I feel like all of my thinkies aren't popping up in my thinking. Um, the Blog Boys, I listen to them. The Friend Zone, the Outline Podcast. I listen to podcasts in color. The podcast. Yep, pause and color. I listen to um, the B Scott Show, the LGBTQ and A podcast, and Theory with Terry Theory because he's a hoot. Mm. Um, Busy being black here for a podcast. I feel like I'm missing some. Like the John Effect is in here. Uh, my thing is missing some, but all of the ones that are in here, I I also listen to podcasts that I'm not subscribed to. Yeah, so it could be that. Cause I I, yeah, I randomly listened to the um somewhere um the Reading Rainbow one. What's his name? I can't remember. Busy uh, being black? No, Reading Rainbow. Jordy LaForge from Star Trek. You don't remember? Oh nope, don't know who that is. But we listen to a lot of different podcasts. Um, we should do better about shouting out. So shout out to Shade Versations and everybody over there, and shout out to all the other podcasters. Giving their life every week. Absolutely, and shout out to these to, girls who live to the Queen's Supreme Court. Um, you're doing something better, so cool. Um, two questions: Have you two ever dated? No. We tell the story all the time. We met because RuPaul's Drag Race was coming on, and we was like, "Bitch, my house is yours." And we've been <laughs> sisters because we both are fans of well, were probably fans of Drag Race. That's how the story goes the last one says what sparked you to to do here for a podcast um i was already loud on the internet and so um this seemed like the most likely venue for me to be louder bam on the internet. that's the same answer look i'm about them i got a lot to say i want a platform where i can tell the people look i'm about them listen to me <laughs> does that make me gay quite gay <laughs> Song for our souls. Um, this week, the song for my soul. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Childish Gambino's "Summertime" because, I've this oh my god, um, he released two summer tracks uh, oh, a couple days ago. The new songs he just put, yeah, okay. yeah, and they are amazing. Like they just put me in the middle of Miami with my top drop down. I got a drink in the fucking cup holder. I got Beyonce blaring on the stereo. I'm going to South Beach. That's what the songs make me feel like. Uh-huh. And I live for it. But they're not the full song for my soul. But I just did the album adventure. Uh-huh. The, the, the actual song for my soul this week is... Um, so You Can Stop Pushing Me Away. I swear. And we're still 
in this together. We're in this together. Let me be clear. Please be clear. Thank you. I'll do whatever just to find you. To get you back to where you belong. Boy, you look the same, but I don't know you at all. Come Home by Tamar Braxton is the song for my soul this week. Um, It is an amazing song that I feel like she was at a point in her relationship Mm -hmm. where she realized the value of her husband, but also how much he devalued her. Mm. And... um, it was it was it's an extremely emotional song. It's an extremely vocal song. She did an amazing job with the vocals on it. If you have not not heard "Come Home" by Tamar Braxton, please get in your musical di- uh, musical library and check it out. It is amazing. Um, again, like I said, she delivered vocally. The lyrics amazing, um, and you can kind of get a glimpse of to of of what is going on or what was going on between her and her husband at the time because I feel like even though she didn't directly write it 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 was highly inspired by what the fuck is going on in their relationship every time I walk in the club they hating on me cause I know I look good oh, girl. my hair done right my dress real tight all eyes on me I took the night I took the night. I took the night. I took the night. All eyes on me. I took, I took the, the night. night. This is I don't know. It's just something about July. It's just something about summer. Having my coochie cutters on. I was at the pool. Shindig on Saturday. I went to the rooftop. Shindig on Sunday. And I was just like getting ready. And you know, like I have my Kiki. Do you love me? And bed. And you know, like all the summer eighteen J. And so I was like. But this playlist ain't hurt enough. And for some reason, I was on Instagram. And there was a that song music video. I didn't even know I Took the Night had a budget for a video. I Took the Night. Meanwhile, Tiana Taylor don't have a budget for a video. But another story for another day. So, I Took the Night had a music video. And I was like, oh, well, this is what I need to get turned to. And I Took the Night by Shelly. C-H-E-L-L-E-Y. That's the song Word. for my phone. And shout out to her producers for getting her video. I'm absolutely, yeah. Again, <laughs> I, as soon as you started getting into the lyrics, I knew exactly what it was. And, um, yeah, I took the night. Here for it. Here for it. Two things this week. Really quickly, we discussed the new movie, um, Boy Erased on Patreon, which I am, I think we both were you got to tune into the Patreon to hear our commentary on that, starring Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, where they send their son to a conversion camp. Mm-hmm. Bonus exclusive for our Patreon listeners. Um, the other thing is, Wellcast has a video. I reference Wellcast a lot. Subscribe to them on YouTube. They have a video about maintaining friendships, and they discuss three vital things that are important for all relationships. Friendships, calling each other, meeting up, and how comfortable you are confiding in your friend. Um, they were saying people who um, are in close proximity and can hang out more often, those friendships are more successful. But even if you are calling that friend and talking to them a lot, use milestone events as the opportunity to link up in person. 
that is so important because I was talking about how I used to hang out with girls when I was eight, when I was like 21, 22, and I was meeting them, and they were like 17, 18, but now one lives in Edgeville, one lives in South Africa, one lives in New York, and maintaining those friendships um, amongst all the things we have going on, oh, excuse me, tequila, in our lives, you know, um, they are important friendships to me because I've watched these people you know, like, flourish into the men they've become today over the last decade. Um, but maintaining friendship, especially after seeing Pose, and maintaining family and what it takes to maintain family, it just put me in a mushy place. What are you here for? That's a blessing. Amen. Um, as I said last week, last week I was here for something for the fourth week in a row. Um, and not to break with with tradition, I am going to be here for something for the fifth week in a row. 185,000 views. Fifth week in a row. This so, video got 185,000 views. What so, did you link me to? That's a blessing. Um, okay. This week, I'm absolutely here for Raw Fuck Club's new video. Uh-huh. It looks as if um, Mr. Mason Lear has been... Um, I don't know how to put this gently because it wasn't it didn't it didn't get put gently to him. <laughs> um, he has been gang banged by eight people. Yep. In a recent video. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Cool. <laughs> um, well, minus the one who. Oh, did you count the his? Husband? I didn't count. I okay. didn't count the. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Eight or nine, whatever you don't. I mean, at eight or nine, you don't. I mean, one dick doesn't make a difference at that point. Uh, he has been gang banged at this point by eight or nine gentlemen uh-huh. in a uh, very probably rough sex scene. Oh yeah. His boyfriend was also in the sex scene mm-hmm. and decided at this point with eight or nine men's semen, everybody in his boyfriend that he was going to be the tenth penis. Ask him to marry him. Yeah. And I'm absolutely here for it. Uh, they were on set. They had uh-huh. just concluded uh, the fucking of his boyfriend. Oh, wow. And the marinating of his boyfriend. And once you watch the video, the video is on Rafa Club. Love it, Debbie. Kiss, kiss. Is that T-Pain feature Chris Brown? Yeah. The video is on Rafa Club's uh, Twitter where you can see the engagement. And so, even in the engagement, they hadn't even washed all the semen off of their hands. Yeah, they was on that group photo at the end. Yeah. And so, there is even... Hold on, you guys, before everybody walks away, I got something I need to say. Basically. (laughs) You know, I've seen you take so much dick in life, and I just... You you the one for me. Wow. And I thought it was powerful. I really did. I was just... Because I don't know. I, I couldn't do it for me, personally. But I... Admire the people that can, and so that's why I'm absolutely here for it. The fact that you can see nine to ten other niggas fuck your man, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then be like, you know what? That's the nigga for me. I'm gonna marry him right now. <laughs> I'm, lock, I'm about to lock that shit the fuck down. Lock that shit the fuck down. Hashtag. Please do. <laughs> One of us needs to be a work from home type of girl. <laughs> I'm here for Both it. Of us in these I streets. am here for it. All right. So check out Raw Fuck Club's Twitter, and you will see the engagement video where this young man is now betrothed, and I'm out here single. 
And whose fault is that? His shit. Sierra with the Snoopy. His. He out here taking all the dick. What? What? What's left? What's left for you? Oh, whoa! It's about me now. Wow! You trying to garner up some damn listenership? Um, I think it's time for our last call. It is time for our last call. I'm nervous. And so again, if you guys have some alcohol available to you, pour a shot. Take a last call with us. We're gonna give you our last call of the night. Shout out to 1800 Tequila. Janet Mock had an interview with Newsweek this week. And, oh, wow. Dead tequila. Jesus Christ. Janet Mock had an interview with Newsweek this week. And while, you know, publicizing this, she had an interview. Click the links, girl. Come see what I was talking about over there. On Twitter, she um, revealed that her one career goal is to be a cover girl. So my last call is to her because if y'all can let all these other girls be cover girls... Brandy was the main cover girl for a long periodically time, and she's still performing at the throwback festivals, arcing about the song is hers or Monica's at Walmart <laughs> across the street from the Walmart. Um, so shout out to no, there's no shade to Brandy because I love Brandy. The last album went up for me, but um, if y'all can do all that, then y'all can give Jenny Mock a limited edition deal. Y'all did it 20 times on America's Next Top Model. So, make Jenny Mock a cover girl. Break some ground and some history. Continue to be the um, groundbreaking company that cover girl is. And I'm going to leave a link to her original tweet below. Pretty please retweet that helps um, the chances that cover girl will see it. And the public relations committee can, you know, have a meeting before Friday about this. Absolutely. They've definitely had some ugly co- co- uh, cover <laughs> girls before. So... You can replace your next ugly girl that you're gonna put on there with Janet Mock. Yeah, I got a lesbian. Shout out to Janelle Monae. And have an actual beautiful couple. Well, she's identified as pansexual, but Janelle Monae is beautiful, and y'all got some ugly ones in the midst. Yeah, get Um, Janelle Monae some company. Janet Mock is absolutely beautiful and breathtaking, and deserves to be a cover girl. And so the fact that y'all have had some ugly Beckys up there, just just give her a fucking September issue. That's cool. We'll go with that. My last call this week is to um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, the Golden Hits collection, has finally hit Spotify and Tidal. Um, Every Aaliyah fan out there has been waiting for us to not be listening to our old cassettes, to our old CDs, to hear full Aaliyah content. And the Golden Hits Hits collection um, finally dropped. And it is... Uh, 15 songs of her best mm-hmm. consecutive. We don't got a pirate from nowhere. No. It is direct Aaliyah content. Her brother must sign the consent because you know, her brother be on it with them consents. He be like, no, I don't consent to this. So, Is his name Rashad? Yes. Rashad, don't blame. So Rashad has finally <laughs> get, released um, A Girl Like You, I mm-hmm. Care For You, Rock the Bow, Four Page Letter, Try Again, Ladies in the House, Back and Forth, One in a Million, More Than a Woman, Hot Like Fire. Okay. Hot Like Fire. Hot Like Fire was the jam. So. That's one of my faves. Check it out on Spotify. Check it out on Tidal. It might be other places, but I'm so glad that we finally have it. It's not her full anthology. We may never get that. That's cool. But we've got something. And I'm absolutely here for it. And it is my last call tonight. 
the Golden Hits by Aaliyah. That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Child, the struggle we waited three and a half. And Castbox. And ACAS. Woo! And TuneIn Radio. And YouTube. Prime Day just passed, so get your little Alexa. And then when you plug it, it's like, hey, Alexa, play Here For It Podcast. And Rip Boy. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Um, follow us on the internet at hereforwardpod, hereforwardpod.com. And there's another something coming soon. We just got another shipment of test merchandise. I'm, I'm gonna be sure naked. My, I'm sure my co-host is like, I'm gonna be naked. To reveal that. Nope, I'm gonna be <laughs> naked. And so, since he did, I'm gonna be naked very soon. And you know who's gonna see it first? The people on Patreon. Oh, wow. I'm not going to reveal it to nobody on Instagram. I'm not going to reveal it to oh. nobody on Facebook. Could you be the nice? very first people that are going to see it are our Patreon listeners. Mm, that's nice. So, if you want to see me being naked and um, this this false merch. advertising, false advertising, because I'm sure Patreon got rules. We hadn't, we've never had anything taken down, but I'm like, ooh, I'm scared. I, I'll press, I'll press publish, but I'm scared. I'm excited to see how this goes. If you want to see me in merch. That I'm going to be future Featuring <laughs> Future Featuring Uh huh It's a F word Yeah, yeah. Three syllables Yeah That, that one uh-huh. Featuring in the future Featuring in the Ooh. future That's what I was trying to Name your to. baby that Featuring in the future Well Cardi B already took my baby name <laughs> I was going to name it Culture But she already took it So uh, But featuring in the future Please check out our Patreon At Here For A Pod And You will see it before It hits the internet my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I wasn't done. I was trying to be dramatic. Oh, but rights for bottoms. Can bottoms get a moment to pause? We deserve rights too. In Trump's America. <laughs> In Trump's America. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. You can find me on Rant Boy and Craigslist. Um, We're trapping right now. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.